This is Hunger and Platitudes. Ever since I was an adolescent, I was interested in the Mormon temple. I remember thinking, once a person went, it was like opening a new puzzle from the toy store. Pieces upon pieces were presented, and the person had to spend hours picking through and analyzing each piece to figure out where it went. Of course, there was the obvious ones, like corner pieces or edge pieces, but the others seemed like a mess pile to be sorted through. But all in all, everything was there on purpose. It had a proper place. Trip after trip, month after month, I would sit in a comfy seat, hoping to figure out where a piece of the puzzle fit. It would fit perfectly, wouldn't it? Of course it would. Of course it would. Symbols. I've got to learn about symbols. There are symbols everywhere. Okay, some temples have better symbolism game than others, but still, everything is a symbol. So, how do I work with that? I'll get a book. Symbols in stone. That'll tell me. Well, kind of. It's interesting stuff in there, but it's pretty esoteric. How am I going to remember it all? Wait, all I'm doing is organizing my brain to say this equals that. That's not how symbols are supposed to work. Beehives can be more than industry. White must be able to mean more than purity. A square and a circle should be able to mean more than heaven and earth. What about big picture stuff? Temple, temple, template. Eureka, temples are template of the universe. I existed before I was born. Then I go inside and get washed and anointed. Then they give me a coat of skins, then a new name. I wonder what my name was before. I bet it was Gartron 7. It had to be. Now, I'm plain old Paul. Then I go on to the telestial world, then terrestrial, then celestial world. Man, they sure do tell you to be quiet a lot around here. After a little bit, they kicked me out. Now what? I guess I'll have to wait do it all over again. One eternal round, eh? I guess. What's this? Influences of Freemasonry? What is Freemasonry? Google, what is Freemasonry? It's a system of morality, veiled in allegory, and illustrated by symbols. That's interesting. Symbols? Morality? Allegory? Joseph Smith was a Freemason, wasn't he? Maybe the square and the compass and the temple are lifted from there. 
I'm going to buy me some square and compass cufflinks. Back in my favorite comfy chair. I sure do look snazzy in these new cufflinks. Lights go dim. There's that familiar movie. Michael Ballam sure is a ham in this, but it's okay. I get his point. Ah, you have looked over my kingdom in my greatness and glory. Now you want to take possession of the whole of it. I have a word to say concerning these people. If they do not walk out to every covenant they make with these altars in this temple this day, they will be in my power. Raise my hand, there's those cufflinks again. Square, representing heaven. Circle, as drawn by a compass representing earth. The squared circle, the combining of heaven and earth. I put my left hand through the compass, into heaven. The hand reaches through the square, into earth. That's pretty cool. I'm sure glad I wore these today. to the celestial room. Man, they sure tell you to be quiet a bunch. I hope the real celestial kingdom isn't so stuffy. I mean, the carpet is nice and the furniture seems expensive and whatnot, but why can't I celebrate with my family and friends? Heading to the dressing room, then to TGI Fridays, where it's always Friday. I can celebrate there. I see you have Masonic cufflinks. Yes, yes I do. Are you a Mason? No, I'm not. I appreciate the symbols that they have, and what they can mean to me. Do you not think it's inappropriate to wear them in the temple? Well, no. Joseph Smith was a Mason, and I want to claim those symbols for myself. I don't see it as inappropriate at all. Well, they are. You shouldn't wear them inside the house of my lord. What, what the hell was that? I'm pissed. What right did that POS have to tell me that my choice of personal flair that has been uplifting to me all day is inappropriate? Does he even know what Freemasonry is? I think I know what's going on. He's threatened by the fact that if Joseph Smith stole the temple rights from Freemasonry, that the whole of his life is wasted. He's afraid that his conviction is so fragile it could come tumbling down if the delicate scaffolding of his testimony is injured by some fact that demonstrates that a part of it is false. How weak.
This is Washington, D.C. The temple here is supposed to be like the Salt Lake Temple, or like a Salt Lake Temple of the East. I'm reminded of what Ogden Crowd said when he learned of this temple. You may as well build a chapel in the city dump if you're going to build a temple in Washington, D.C. Let's go in and see. The outside lacks much of the symbolism in the stonework that the Salt Lake City Temple has. Huh. Inside is plain and whitewashed with some serious pastels all over the place. Man, this is plain. At least there aren't temple workers telling me to be quiet all the time. I like that. This most definitely does not have the symbolism game of Salt Lake. Google, tell me more about Freemasonry. Masonry is divided into two denominations, operative and speculative. By operative masonry we allude to a proper application of the useful rules of architecture, whence a structure derives figure, strength, and beauty. By speculative masonry we learn to subdue the passions, act upon the square, maintain secrecy, and practice charity. The more I look at Freemasonry, the more interesting it gets. How did Joseph Smith come to adapt it into the temple ritual? What is similar between the two? What is dissimilar? Does Freemasonry claim to be a guide to the afterlife like the temple does? Oh, it doesn't. Does Masonry originate from King Solomon's temple? Oh, it doesn't. Google. Where did Freemasonry come from? Freemasonry is generally accepted to have originated in its present form in 1717 in London, England, with the formation of the United Grand Lodge of England. Hmm. So, not so ancient then. I'm curious about this masonry thing. I should look into joining. Hello. Hi, this is Tom from Jew Neighborhood Masonic Lodge. I understand you want to learn more. I do. How do I go about it? I mean, you guys have a lot of secrets and stuff, so help me out here. Haha, it's not what you're thinking. Say, why don't we meet up for coffee on Wednesday with a couple of brothers and we can get acquainted? Sounds great. I'll be there. That meeting was informative. I think I'll petition to join. Wow. Taking the degrees of masonry were a bit different than I had imagined. What a trip. I can see this is going to be a pretty good thing in my life. I need good things in my life. I'm glad I did this. 
Thanks, Joseph Smith, for pointing me in this direction. Time to go find that comfy chair. What similarities can I see between the temple and Freemasonry now? Man, they sure do tell you to be quiet a lot here. Each lodge has a tiler to guard entrance. That's like the recommend desk guy. Tyler is a much more attractive name than recommend desk attendant. Why is everything so whitewashed in the temple? Even the colors are whitewashed pastels. I wish there were more vibrant colors. I like how masonry gives you lectures with explanations and symbolism. There really is more to symbolism than a this equals that idea. Not everything can be related to the tangible world. Some things are ethereal, intangible, transformative. Though I don't know that I'd call those things truth or fact. They do affect the soul in a very real way. I most recently experienced the transformation of Freemasonry. Did the temple ever transform me in the same way? I can't remember. It was always about the puzzle. Identify a piece. Figure out where it goes. Identify another. Maybe I'm missing something. The cost to go in sure is high. 10% of my income, no hot bean water, and I can't even watch Naughty Namaste on Showtime. Not that I would want to anyway. Google, have there been any changes to the temple ritual? Oh boy, where do I begin? I'm not sure what you mean. Well, originally, the initiatory washing was done in a clawfoot bathtub using water perfumed with whiskey. Later the tubs were replaced with the hose. They squirted the initiate with it. The next iteration was when, you, went, and then now. Basically, what they call washing isn't any kind of washing. Even symbolically, they just call it that. Look. I'm getting tired of reading to you. You'll just have to read the countless pages of stuff on this topic on the interweb for yourself. Good luck Gartron 7. God help you, you're going to need it.
thought the ordinances didn't change. God was unchanging. How can it be that the ordinances have changed so much? I think I need to go back and find that comfy chair. What is with this movie? I'm having trouble making sense of this narrative. I can't put together why these people come and talk to those other people. Any explanation I come up with seems wholly inadequate. Occam's razor. Google. What's Occam's razor? Occam's razor is when presented with competing hypotheses to solve a problem, one should select the solution with the fewest assumptions. Hmm. What seems to be the simplest explanation is that there is no depth to this temple ritual. It's all supposed to be taken at surface level. To assume more than that would go contrary to Occam's razor. All my studying, pondering, praying have taught me that the surface level is supposed to be deep. But how can it be? Hmm. Is that why everything is so whitewashed and plain, inside and out? White equals purity so much that even the colors have to be whitewashed into pastels? Why the changes in the ritual? Freemasonry had some changes and variations in their ritual in 300 years, but they do not present that ritual as an unchanging ordinance given from God. Do they keep people quiet in the temple because God might get offended? I thought he was offended at the term Mormon. Not when his children rejoice at his plan. This puzzle appears to be a pile of pieces from a bunch of different puzzles. Is that why I can't make things fit? I think I've gained all I can here. Time to move in a different direction. Thank you for listening to Hunger and Platitudes, a foray into endless horseshit.